The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yes, this is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend and recent B finalist in Silverstone indoors, Mark Nowen. How you doing, Martin? Yeah, I'm alright, thank you. Uh, B final last weekend, not bad, mate. Yeah, it was alright. Good weekend. We can talk about it later. But yeah, it was good. It was a good day. Well, I'm just impressed you beat Russell Lee. You know, wow. I know you're not impressed you beat Russell Lee because he's not as good as you. But I was impressed. Well done, boss. Well done, Papa Bear. Um, <laughs> so, Martin, who are we going to speak to today? So this this evening we have the chairman of EFRA, the big boss in Europe. Javier Garcia. Hi, Javier. How are you doing? Hi, Aidan. Hi, Martin. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm pleased to see you here with uh, all of you and, and chat a bit about RC. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, I know you're in Alicante in Spain, and I always like to ask, is it nice and warm there? Yeah, that's uh, perfect weather. Still perfect weather in October. And uh, yeah, as uh, you all have uh, around uh, 25, 26 degrees, and now is the perfect time uh, to go even to the beach to take a bath. So that's really that's really good weather here. 25 degrees at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, that sounds perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, <that's> <laughs> okay. Well, Javier, as Martin said, um, you're the chairman of Afra. Yeah. Um, I suppose we could go, not right back to the beginning, but how long have you been doing that? Well, <clears throat> I'm involved in EFRA since 2015, when I, was, I got the confidence of the Federation to be section chairman of 1-8 uh, mm -hmm. on road. And, and I still have in that position, I'm still sharing my role as a president together with my role as a 1-8 section chairman in EFRA. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. After um, suddenly, the, you know that the, our for, uh, president Dallas uh, passed away in 2018, and what was encouraged inside the Efra board to to be president. And then in 2018, uh, I got again the confidence of the of the federation to be the the the, the president, and and now that's my position. Okay. Now, uh, when you sort of took over in 2018, 2019. Um, what, what did you feel like your sort of most important jobs to do at EFRA? Well, um, when, when I become a EFRA president, my first impression is, wow, I never expect to be here. And the first year, 2019, that this was my first complete year as a president, I tried to learn. But I think it's important to learn how Federation works, uh, how the RC community works, uh, to understand exactly what can we do uh, in my role as a president for the, for the RC. Because this is, was my, my first feeling when I got this position. I don't want to be here just to get my, the medal, you know, uh, as president, and that's it. I want to do things. And after my first year of learning uh, about what can we do, we start to think about the plan, or what can we do for, 
for EFRA and then it started with the EFRA development plan that uh, this is the, the all the new things that you can see now in, 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 in the last six or seven months. Okay, I, I remember the EFRA development plan. Um, when I first saw the EFRA development plan, I was thinking, wow, that would be great if some of that happened. And then over the past sort of 18 months, two years since that's been out, I have seen a sort of a positive, I think, a positive move by EFRA to, you know, do more media, be more professional, look a bit smarter. Are you happy about how you've moved forward from your development plan? Yes, yes, I have to say that I'm so happy with uh, the, the, the results uh, at the moment, considering the last one year and a half that, you know, has been so difficult because we have to manage this uh, pandemic time. Mm, I never, we never, the board never expect something like this in, in our time in EFRA. So the, this time with our races, because sometimes it's very difficult to show anything when you cannot test things on the track. Yeah. Uh, we got the time, we get the profit on that time to work in the background, in the structures, in writing the plan, uh, have the determination what we want to do. And yeah, I'm so happy with the results because now we're starting that the community can see the results. But the, the, the last year and a half has been uh, a high work, work in the background, you know. Okay. And I, I, I don't know how big effort is regarding number of people involved, but I'm assuming lots of people report to lots of people to look, put, put lots of people. Has, have you been able to bring all of EFRA with you? Well, uh, when you say the people behind uh, behind Efra, um, we have a, a very uh, a great person working in behind uh, Efra in, in the Efra board, and also in the we we create a group Efra uh, development plan working group, who is working inside uh, people from Efra board and but also externals. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, more people are getting feedback in, the, in this time and more people are joining in, in that moment in that, uh, in that big trip that, that we have because we want to, we want to move uh, the, the, the structure and, and, and how things can happen in the future. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy with that also. But, but RC, I, I, you know, if, we, if we go back to what sort of RC that... I know. I, I help out at my local club. Uh, Martin is the regional rep for his area in the UK, and he attends the you know the tenth national group, and then that group goes to the BRCA, and then the BRCA goes to EFRA. There must be a lot of little groups that have all got to feed in together. Um, is that a big job or? Do you feel like everybody involved gets what you want or gets the development plan and sees how important it is? Um, well, we need more. So we need more people involved. We need more federation involved in that in that big trip because some of the projects are so ambitious in terms of uh, people involved uh, and 
and to talk, I don't, not, sometimes I don't want to say this word, but it's a kind of a revolution. And for that, we need more people involved, but because we have to understand that the capillarity that EFRA has, starting from IFMAR, that is a world, the global, the worldwide uh, federation, then EFRA, then federation, and then organizers, are so important. So if we create something from the, the, the top, we need all those people working in the same line, in the same way, in order that, that the, the, the plan finish in the racer that who normally goes to the club and maybe don't have any ambition to go to the world championship. But if we create something, we have to be sure that the, this racer that goes to the track for the first time got the same, got the same feeling that they, that they are joining something good, something big, a, a real big sport. And now we're starting with, the, as I said, with the group. But uh, in the future, in the next two, three years, we want more people involved, but we want to work more closely with the Federation. Federation has to think about in, in a kind of a develop, development plan, internal development plan for the future. And, and I hope and I can see in the next two years all, all this capillarity working in the same, in the, with the same level of um, communication. And, and I think that at this moment, I realize that everything works in the way that we want. It's okay. Um, and what parts of the development plan do you, if you think have gone really well? Well, at the moment, the first week, year and a half, as I said, we're working in the background. And one of the, um, the development plan work uh, in, in five main areas, working in the media and communication. Work, uh, also, we, we have another project talking about how to improve our venues, our, our races, the, be, becoming a, one of the biggest shows or, 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 or venues on, in, in terms of tracks. The third is talking about the economical structure in EFRA, internal structure. And the last project is kids. We have so ambitions to create a kind of kids program in order to, to encourage the new generation of kids and on the RC. Uh, answer your question, I think that the first goal that we got is the media and communication. Everybody can see that we have a new logo, that we improve a lot in our lives. Now we test the, the link up in the two, week, two weeks ago with uh, connecting with different nationals. And I think one of the, the first project of the plan is uh, partially done or 90% done in terms of media and communication. Right, okay. When you say about the link up, sort of, I think it was two or three weeks ago, mm. that's where, um, and I apologize if I get the wrong groups here, but that looked like RC Racing TV mm. getting feeds from the different nationals that were coming from, um, I know it came from Nemo Raceway, I think there was somewhere in Spain, yeah. there was some on-road as well. Um, and and then RC Racing TV sort of in the middle picking coverage to go and talk to. Um, I, re I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it it's something that I've never seen before for RC Racing. And I think I mentioned at the time, it looked like Sky Sports. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that was the goal exactly. That was uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I have to say that the cooperation because our 
um, peer department is uh, by control, but it's a company uh, close related with our RC Racing TV. Yes. Um, and mainly the control, our peer department, create the, let's say, the, the link up, create the show, and uh, together with RC Racing TV that they cover different events, in, mainly in UK, but also the national media uh, made some footage from, from us, for, uh, from, the, from different countries, the media, uh, the national media, of different like uh, infoRC.net, and also another in Italy cover the event and, and get our, those links to, to create this is a kind of a, a sky show, as you said. Yes. It was really, really amazing. Another big point, another, um, another thing that I think it was so funny is the interviews together in live. So at the same time that you are covering the race, you are commenting the race. Uh, in the other side, we got interviews with one of the top drivers of this class. Um, making a kind of a fun interviews, and I think all together we can see the light of uh, us or so close that we can see our coverage in the European Championship in the next year. Because f our target, our goal with this link up was first to see if the link up can see something good, something professional, but at the same time it was a test to see if this could be the coverage for the European Championship next year. And I think the test was so positive, and definitely we have, or we can say that for the next year, this, this will be the, the, the real coverage that you can see in the European Championship. And a studio, all the image, uh, all the footage from the media on the track will go to the studio, the studio will cook, and we can see interviews, we can see videos, technical videos, advertisement from our associate members. So I think will be a show that in the same level, okay, uh, budget apart or yeah, yeah, that uh, yeah. Formula One or MotoGP. So we, we want something like this. Oh, right. So rather than uh, RC Racing TV or Control or... any of the other cameras will go, the camera people will go, the interviewers will go to the venue, but the actual main people might just stay in a studio and pull it together? Is that what yeah, you're trying to say? Yeah, um, I, I still have to be, uh, to create more meeting, to, to, to create exactly the stuff that we go to the track, and also another part of the staff of our media will stay on the studio, and the studio will create the, the signal from the rest of Europe. This is a kind of big improvement from us because it's a kind of um, a, a step forward in to create the packet, the content from the studio to the rest of Europe or to the rest of the world. But yes, yes, this is the new, uh, the new area of the new formula to cover the events in the future in EFRA. Apart of that we are studying after that uh, link up in the that we had the, the two two weeks if the line, the line cap will continue with the national races during the year that this is completely separate project so one in one side we are covering the european championship as with this system with this formula and in the other side we want to continue if it's sustainable of course because we need budget and we need all these kind of things we continue to creating link up in order to um, produce a kind of show 
with the, all the nationals in different sections in a concrete weekend. So these are two projects in separate. Oh, right. So not just coverage of like the Euros. We could have obviously money budget where let's just forget all that now. That, that's, not, that's not my job. That's <laughs> yeah. somebody else's job. So we could have a, another weekend sometime next year where it might, we could have different things. It might be the eighth national. It might be, it might, it might be the 10th national at Southport, maybe. That's a good place to get coverage if you have a Southport. It's always sunny. And yeah. <laughs> maybe get some on-road things on, get some other people in. Oh, I like that. Really good. Well done. Yeah, yeah. That we're, we're, one of the things that we want to, to talk with the National Federation in the next AGM, that it will be in the next month, in the first weekend of November, is try to, um, to work with them in order that every single National Federation can provide us a, a national media team or, or try to get a national media team, which means that all different national federations can provide uh, staff or footage in order to create in the same weekend, as you said. Uh, this weekend, imagine that we have eight different nationals around Europe. National on-road, Lark scale, one-eighth buggy, one-eighth uh, one buggy, different kind of national races, even other kind of races, and put all together in a show from four or five hours on Sunday, because we realize that in those times without international races and just nothing national races in, in Europe, we can see that people are so interested to see Nemo Race, for example, or a 1-8 Buggy National Championship in Spain, because they, in, the, in that race they are racing a top guns on, on the international races. So other people around Europe are interested in those races. Why not to provide content from from the race of Europe uh, to, to, to see those races in a, in, a, in a funny show. And I think it's, it's a really good idea. Right, yeah, I think it's good. And uh, I suppose if the information comes from EFRA through their media partners, then there'll be, there'll be I, don't, I don't want to say rules, but there'll be guidelines about how that should be done. So then when it goes to the central thing, it will look similar, I suppose. It might be easier to make a show if we, we know what we're trying to do. Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. One of the things then is, is budget. Um, you know, EFRA is not, it's not, I don't think it's a company. I think it's a, like just an org a sporting organization and therefore probably all of its accounts and things along those lines are all published somewhere and available online. Um, has, has, has EFRA got the money to do these things? Well, that will be uh, one of the goals for the next year. Um, EFRA is a sporting uh, federation, it's a non-profit association, so uh, everything we need is, uh, has to be submitted by our national federation and national federation have to approve that. And the, the good thing that we can do now, with, I can say that this kind of coverage must be sustainable and we don't have budget at the moment to cover that because it's a, it's a lot of money, a lot of weekends in the link up. For that, from EFRA, from the EFRA side, we want, to, we want to promote inside of our associate members, we want to promote that in the RC industry in order to see, hey, that could be interesting 
even for their customer, for your customer, uh, and also for the uh, RC community as a whole. So I have to say that we don't have budget to create this line cap from uh, 10 season, 12 season, 5 season, but we want to do our best in order to get funds, to get money uh, from the industry and from the external um, sponsors in order to make it happen. Because another thing that, because this is linked with the other side of the project, another thing that we want is try to go um, outside of our RC world, you know. So I think with this kind of shows can attract uh, a sponsor outside of RC. I would love if tomorrow somebody like a Red Bull or Monster or something like that can promote this event because the step forward could be huge. And for that, we are going or we want to create this kind of shows in order to see interesting, to see something interesting from a sponsor outside. And this is a, a big step forward for us. Right. Okay. So this is like a, the, the start um, to have something to show to an external sponsor. I, I suppose that's, I think that's the dream of everybody in RC is getting someone else. And we always think of Monster and Red Bull and things along those lines, but you never know. It could be something quite, you know, it could be a government or a European thing or a university or something science or technology-based. Just hmm. a, and, and maybe um, somebody, maybe not who listens to this, because there's only a thousand people, but maybe the, it, it, it could be someone who's an already an AFRA member. It could be somebody in RC might know the right people to talk to, to sort of build RC into being a, a bigger thing. Um, right. Yeah, right. We have to create a, and then we have to create this opportunity. So the thing, one of the goals in terms of uh, media and communication that EFRA has in the development plan is try to get these opportunities. So if we create something nice, something good, something interesting, not just from our, for our community, it's for the rest of the world, we can get this opportunity. I would like to spend a minute to, to, to talk about two reports that we made in the EFRA website. One was from Mark Steele's, in order to, it's a kind of uh, interview that we, we got with him. And yes. the title was From RC Motorsport to a Career in Formula One. So it's a, a great example from Max Stiles that from, from the RC Motorsport, you can go your career in Formula One. And it's a, a very nice report in our interview in our website. And also, I would like to mention John Ehrman, he's a top driver in 18 Road, that they are together with other top drivers. They, are, um, they made a um, TV program in, in Netherlands uh, called Car Wars. And it's just amazing. I would like to, if, if you have time to put Car Wars, and you can see a TV, a TV show in, um, uh, of um, doing some kind of a test with the RC cars. And all those things together can get the chance to go outside of our world. And it's a great example. Right. Okay. It, I I I know Mark Styles. Yeah. I think I think he's famous for always coming third, isn't he? Mm -hmm. um, I think that's Mark. I, I I remember seeing the video because I thought it was amazing that you know Mark was there and then 
the Formula One car was just behind him. Um, but I but I wasn't aware of this Dutch TV, uh, and maybe I think that's like an everything of bringing everything together and finding the best bits. Somebody else might just stumble across something, and you've got to pick it up. Um, so we, we I think you seem to have got the media and the the PR bit done. Uh, I think one of the other things you talked about was was it getting involved in shows or outside? I, I can't read my handwriting. Yeah, it, uh, that's um, that's another project that we have in mind because um, in one of the conversation or the discussion that we have in the group is that we want to keep the. Um, the heritage and the formality that we have in EFRA. Why? Because we are the, um, the European Federation and we are creating, let's say, formal races because this is an European Championship, even World Championship. So, but at the same time, we, we know that we need a kind of informal areas of communication. Uh, for that, for next year, and I, this, this is a program, a goal that we have for the next year, we want to create a brand, a new brand in EFRA called RC and Me, uh, coming from a, a project that we created a year ago. And we are going to create a brand we call RC and Me by EFRA. And in that brand, inside of that brand, we, we want to create all possibilities of informal things from RC. For example, we want to create in RC and me a TikTok account and a lot of informal things related with the RC in order to attract people who normal who are not normally in our world and try to attract them into the into the RC. And one of the things that we want to work with the federation is how to approach those, uh, the, that new person to the clubs, because I think that the organizers, the clubs and the federation have a very uh, uh, important role in the next years. Right, okay. Yeah, so something um, a bit less, I don't want to say less serious, but, but less formal um, to make sure that people can see everything that we do. Because we get new people come to my club and... Some of them, I think it's split 50-50. 50% of the people who come to Southport for the first or for the first time used to do RC in the past. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and, I, and I'm finding out about it again. And the other 50% are people who just see something that we do on Facebook or something like that. And they turn up and say, I have no idea what's going on. What is this? And you have to sort of explain the whole thing back to them. Yeah. <laughs> Even with my friends. Sometimes uh, some of my friends don't know exactly what is my role when I say, hey, I, I could see on Facebook a lot of things like an RC car. What is this? And when I, when, uh, when, even with my friend, I invite them to a, a race, they, they say, wow, I never imagined that this is RC. <laughs> you know? So... Uh, Everybody in their life, sooner or later, when they was a kid, when I was in, uh, a teenager, has a transmitter in, your, in their hands. Because some, a lot of kids in, 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 in a present, in a birthday, got, the, got that, uh, a car with a transmitter. 
So we have to encourage those people inside or, or to know exactly that exist this world, you know. And, and I think this is a, a goal also that is a kind of responsibility from the federations, from the clubs, and we have to get value of that structure in order to promote the RC. And this is so important for me uh, in my time as a president. Right, okay. And then I think what, moving on to one of the last things you say is is getting the kids, getting the, the youth involved. Um, what, what's EFRA's plan on that? Well, we are so ambitious with the kids, really. Uh, I don't know how far we can go because we, need, we will need uh, more persons, more people working on that. But let me tell you a, cap, a couple of sub-projects that we have in mind. Uh, for example, we are, planning, we are planning a European talent cap. So in our, in our mind, one of the possibilities is to go to the schools in, in any way possible around Europe, try to get uh, teams, and these teams can play with, uh, uh, in, in the schools to create a, a, a competition in between schools in different countries. Then we go to the regional race, uh, the regional cup, and then we go to the national. And one time per year or, or, or one time each two years, create a European talent cup. All those kids together, imagine that if, if this could be possible, all together with the same cars, with the same opportunities, coming from the school, finally in a European talent cup, uh, play, uh, racing with a, a structure as, as we have in our, in our European Championship. That's one of the most ambitious plans that, that we have for kids, but we have more, uh, we want more. Uh, we want to spend time with kids during the European Championship. Um, one of the plans that we have is during all our European Championship to spend a can, uh, evening, close the track, imagine that the organizer can arrange some, a kind of agreement with some schools, put the kids on the track, and the top drivers create a clinic, create some demonstration, and to put all together, so spend an afternoon in a European Championship just for kids. So create this environment. So oh right. So actually make it part of like the process of having a Europe a Euros. You know, part of the plan would be you need to go and contact five schools in the local area and tell them that this what goes. Oh, okay, I see it. Well done. Like it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We want to in during in the process that the European Championship happen. Uh, we have to make an agreement with the National Federation, of course, and also with the organizer. So we want to make an agreement, not just with the venue and the drivers and money involved. Uh, another part in the contract will be to make an agreement with the schools, because we cannot go to the school in UK or in Spain yeah. Or, yeah. or in France. But the organizer knows if, if the track is on the village, for sure in the village that is still the track, we have two or three schools that have some close relations, you know? So yes. it's possible. We can spend, we can get those kids with the, with the teachers or with, put on the track, close the track and create a kind of show for them, a kind of event for them. So with demonstration, this is what we are doing. And, right. and we want to be happen 
next year. I, in my section, I want to do that. So maybe in the next year, next two years, we will see something like that. And, and also, all, the, all this event with kids will be covered by the media. So the media will promote in the rest of Europe that this is going to happen. Right, okay, okay. Right, wow. And that, yeah, and, and another project that we have in mind, but this is the, the, the last that I have in mind, but we have something more, is try to, to talk with the Federation in order to see what will be the new blood or the new talents that we can see in the different nationals and to create a group. Imagine that uh, one kid in UK won a national race or, or, or you can see or the National Federation can see that we have a talent kit, talented kid in some class. We want to create a group uh, to help them, even to create a clinic with top drivers, even to help them to go to the European events, even to the World Championship events, in order that these kids, the, the talented kids, that we can have the skills to participate in the European or a, a World Championship, can participate, can support them to participate on those events. Oh, right, okay. So, like, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to th think ahead then. Then if we've given, we, if EFRA have given some help to somebody to go to the IFMAR Worlds or something like that, then, then that person is more likely to be able to help EFRA for the next 20 years through their RC racing career because they'll remember what EFRA did for them because... I know, I know Martin's been to many Euros, but for me, you know, you're just normal captain club race kind of guy. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I, might, I might never get to one. I, I don't know whether I want to get to one. Um, so are we going to have Euros for normal people? Yeah. Um, the thing is, is try to... Um, to create a, a group of, of, of persons together with the National Federation and, and to contact them. And I, it's, not, uh, it's not just only money to support because we cannot support everybody to go to the world and the Europe because that is impossible. But, uh, for example, try to, get, um, to, try to pay for the, this driver the entry the entry to go to the Euros or the entry to go to the world yeah, together yeah. in cooperation with the National Federation is a kind of support, you know, a part yeah. of to create some learning because we have contact with the top drivers in, in the world do, together with the Federation. Why not to create a kind of, uh, let's say, course of group or to work with the kids in order to help them to improve their skills, you know. So we have a lot of things to do, not always related with money, it's always related with the support that to keep the passion of the, on, the, on this kid to continue his career as a racer. Hey, Javier, that, that, it's amazing. Uh, I think anybody who's listened to the last, I think, 20 minutes, half an hour, I don't know, I haven't been able to check, um, as, as literally will be able to have heard your enthusiasm and the plans that you know, not just you, but you're the, the person we're speaking to now that EFRA has got going forward. Um, that's amazing. So 
why do you do it, Javier? I, I know you raced eighth on road. I know that's your class, but you know we talked, we spoke earlier that you haven't done it for a while. What what makes you want to continue to do this? Because other people must come and you must come across people who who say, "Oh, that'll never work," or "You're not doing it right," or something along those lines. What what keeps Javier Garcia fighting for Afro <laughs> going forward? Well, the the first uh, the first answer of that question is because we have a great team. Uh, I don't. Um, uh, people sometimes uh, don't see the people who are behind of Efra because. Always, you know, the normal comment that we can hear in the past. But when you are in EFRA, when you are inside EFRA, you can see the passion of those persons who work as a volunteer for the RC. So the first answer of that question is because we have a great team involved on that. Uh, we have uh, Willie Witts, our secretary, Chris Hardisti. We have uh, Matt McCallum. We have Andreas, uh, we have Jackie. This is a working group in the plan. So we, the first is we have a great team. Second, because we have a great base uh, in EFRA. So 20, 30, 40 years ago, uh, the people involved in EFRA create everything where nothing exists, together with the National Federation, of course. So now we have a base to get this impulse to move forward. And the third answer to your question is, is it because it's my passion, really. So I, I, feel, I feel great when I do those things. I know that a lot of people tell me that, okay, this is not going to happen, this, that's impossible. Okay, but I, I'm pretty sure that, uh, that the, that the um, EFRA president 40 years ago heard the same when they're talking about the, the current structure. So it's my passion. I want to do that and I want to see the RC, not EFRA. I'm not have any personal um, motivation as a president of the position of, you know, I'm, I don't care about that. I'm, I'm care about to see something great for the Hershey community. That's, that's my, if you're talking about my personal goal, that's my personal goal. That's brilliant, brilliant. Uh, and, and before we let you get out, um, one of the things that's sort of in the news in the last few weeks is that the IFMAR 8th Worlds are moving from Brazil, where they've not been able to help due to COVID for the last few years, and are coming to Redavan in Spain. Mm -hmm. um, how, do you know, how did that come about? It was the was Brazil not capable or issues, or did Efres jump in and say, "Hey, look, we can go to the Baldos track; it's not a problem." Well, we have a meeting with Ifmar a couple of years ago, and we had uh, from Efra to Ifmar the request, and we have some some reasons. Uh, first of all, is is not it's not because uh, Famar, that is the the block of South America, cannot host the race. They they have a, a venue to do the race, and they are and they are ready to do the race. Mm -hmm. the, the thing coming because in the meeting we think. When I say we, Efra thinks that uh, after two years, Ifmar has to come back to the international race in a venue where everybody can travel or at least the restriction to travel. And I hope next year, September approximately, everything is gone. I hope so. And people mm -hmm. can move more, more with less restriction. 
And also we have the opportunity to come back stronger in terms of uh, media communication and number of uh, number of drivers involved. And for that, I have to say thank you to Famar because they agree to swap with EFRA the venue of Redovan. So next two years, this is the tour of Famar. Famar swaps our posi uh, their position with us. And next two years, the walls will be on, on South America again. So the main reason to do that is because we want to help to support IFMAR to come back stronger in a great venue in a, and in a place where everybody can take part. And right. we, will do, we will do our best to, to make it happen. Yeah, and I think, and Martin thinks, that we should have a EFRA podcast every day from <laughs> the IFMAR world in Redavan. If wow. only we knew some people who had a house close to Redavan <laughs> who also did a podcast. Wow. Um, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe. So if you can get us a couple of media badges, then me and Martin will happily come and podcast every day from Redavan. Wow, um, that could be amazing, guys. Yeah, that's, that's not. It's not going to be that good, Javier. We're not. We're not brilliant, but we are going to need some quite big Efra T-shirts because neither of us are small. So make sure you get some double XL, triple XL Efra <laughs> shirts. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, and if if we can't go to be Ricardo Berton's pit crew, which is also an option that we talked about last week, then we'll happily go. And, and do a, an RC podcast every day from Redavan um, because it's actually not too far from somewhere where we can stay. And I can say dos cerveza por favor. So, <laughs> I can, yeah, I can teach you a, a couple of uh, words in Spain to to survive. If you <laughs> uh, to have I know I, I live with some. Uh, Spanish students when I was at university, so I know lots of Spanish swear words, wow, which uh, which which I won't repeat because maybe some Spanish people will listen. Um, but, <laughs> but when we finish this call, I'll go through my repertoire of Spanish swear words, uh, and they were Atletico Madrid fans, so wow. they were all basically based around Barcelona people and Real Madrid. Ah. Um, <laughs> but we're looking forward to it and. Um, Redavan's not too far from you either, is it? Yeah, sixty, yeah, sixty kilometers from from my, my home. So we are we are in in the next day in the during the next year. I'm going to travel quite often to to Redavan because I know I know the organizer. Of course, I know my national federation, ICAR. So we have a, uh, we will have some meetings because, um, seriously speaking, we want to. We want to come back with a strong race. I firmly believe that the race will be full, even more than full, because we expect, uh, okay, I don't want to be optimistic, but for sure from Europe, more than 150 drivers want to race, and you have to add the rest of the world. So it could be an amazing race. All of you guys as a media are necessary, a part of the official media team that will go on track. But we want more coverage from like like you are doing. That this is a very great a great job as a podcast because I fan of your podcast. 
every week uh, when when you release the podcast i'm i have a message in my in my phone and and it's a great time to 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 hear you and to listen to you but we want that we want a, a spectacular venue great coverage podcast and yeah that's uh, the comeback is stronger than ever and this is our our wish okay that's that's amazing uh, and then the only other bit i've got written down is um I also like the fact that Efra um, advertised or asked for people to become sort of Efra representatives in their own country. Um, and then there seems to be some sort of process. Did you get a lot of applications for that? Uh, are you talking about the Efra ambassadors, right? Yes, or, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, in in the beginning of the year, we asked for uh, we asked for national federation, and we we asked also in the in the social media for ambassador mm -hmm. to represent Efra in different areas, uh, not just a a, re an, a national representative in each country because this is our representative are the national federation. We are looking for people uh, close to the RC community, even outside of our community, in order to represent the values of EFRA. We are not looking for one rep national representative, you know. We are looking for people around the RC, but also outside of RC to promote the RC and to promote what EFRA is doing. And yeah, in the first batch, we have 16 candidates. And we chose uh, three, and the next week uh, we're going to introduce the first one. It's a kind of a program that we're going to do live in YouTube and in our media channels. Uh, yeah, we're, and also we are going to start with that uh, amazing project. Right, that's brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I, I, I'm not bitter, but Martin, I didn't even get past the first stage. <laughs> I didn't even get past the first stage, mate, but you know, I won't hold that against them. It's all right. It's not yeah, a problem. This is something that we are improving. Uh, so it's not just um, a selection, because those uh, candidates are still there in order to continue. Maybe we can make some collaboration or isolate collaboration. Or We chose three because we cannot manage as EFRA 16 yes. or 20 candidates. This is yeah. some, because we want to, to, to do something with them, videos. Uh, explanation videos or technical videos is depend on the skill of the ambassador. Uh, we have an ambassador related with the classical cars, one one cars, and we are going to see something something amazing in the next uh, three weeks. So keep uh, keep uh, keep an eye on on our channels in the next two three weeks. We we, we will do, and we're su we've been super impressed by all the stuff that Efra has done. Um, you know. You know, I, I was, you know, I, I joked about wasn't successful in that part, but I was really impressed by how it was handled, the, you know, the questions that were asked and the replies that were given and the way it worked for the EFRA ambassador thing. Um, I just thought it looked really professional and something that would be, be great. And uh, that's the main reason why I looked at that. I'm thinking, oh, maybe EFRA doing all this work, but aren't doing the background, but all the background work was done and everything was lovely. Javier, yeah, we've gone longer than we normally do, as you would know. No, um, my pleasure. But, I, <laughs> but, but um, normally we say, would you, we'd like you to thank your sponsors, but is there 
anybody you'd like to thank for the work that they've done or, the, or is there just too many that you might forget one or two? Mm, well, I want to thank uh, national federations uh, mm -hmm. because um, I want I need their the support and I want to I we we worked with with some of them in some tests in some project and also I want to support and this is my let's say my call uh, to the uh, to our associate members we want to cooperate because this is uh, the industry is the third leg. In, into this community. So we have drivers, national federation, we have media, and we have industry. So our associate member, we want to cooperate with them and also the rest of the industry, of course. But um, yeah, it's a kind of call for them because it's, it's time to jump into the train. So, and I think that uh, we want to be this kind of umbrella and this is, uh, could be my call. Hey, that's brilliant. Okay, Javier, it's been great speaking to you and we'll catch up sometime in the future cheers mate yeah. bye now okay. bye bye thank you so much for your invitation well that was great speaking to javier um i normally you struggle about getting a word in edge race with me martin you didn't have any chance I, with me I, and javier, I did you I, I i just i just listened and learned and wrote things down took notes yeah that's the, the one in the Get Aiden and Martin to the Radovan Worlds. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I don't care whether I wear an Efra shirt, an Extra Lap shirt, or an Infinity shirt. <laughs> None of those bother me. Or if there's any, due to the fact we're both, oh, due to the fact I'm a good Schumacher boy and don't run eighth, happy yeah. to join any, uh, I'm happy to take a team drive from any eighth team that doesn't involve me needing to get a car. <laughs> That's it, right? Just want a t-shirt. Just want a t-shirt. Nice. nice. Yeah. Not a TLR, obviously. Clearly not a TLR. Um, so, wow. Martin, I'll, I think we're going to have to do this me, then you, then me. Um, okay. Because due to the fact that um, you had some issues last week with diesel-powered chickens. Yeah. You'll be, no. careful. You'll be careful of diesel-powered chickens. <laughs> you got diesel. I don't know whether you were using diesel to warm them up or using diesel to cool them down. Um, whatever that was. Well, because you couldn't do it, we didn't really... I didn't chat about my race. It was very nice of us to help out and to speak to Richie as well. And, yeah. On, and Ricardo, of course. Um, my new mate, Ricardo. But <laughs> uh, I attended... Not last weekend, the weekend before, I went to the Roger Wood Memorial meeting. And, of course, that's Roger Wood who, um, as far as I'm aware, my RC experience has, has all, was always a, a very metro when I went. Um, that's Stu Wood's dad. Did a lot of the stuff himself. Um, did a lot of work himself. And, and then when he passed away, we, we've always held. It's, it's, and it's always generally been at the end of the season sort of the last meeting of the season, the Roger Wood Memorial meeting. And we had a great meeting at Berry. I saw a lot of people who I hadn't seen since all this nonsense took off. Uh, and it was nice to all get back and get some racing. And obviously, like all the sensible people, Martin, I ran a bit of four-wheel drive. Is that because there was less people racing it? There were definitely less people racing it. Uh, and I'd already turned me LD2 to carpet, so... 
I managed to sneak into the A. Nice. Which is, which is pretty good. Yeah. Be- because, was there only 10 people racing? Uh, no, no. There oh, was okay. nearly, nearly 20. Oh, wow. Uh, Skills but, to pay the bills. Yeah, but it, it was quite good. It was quite close in that. Obviously, it wasn't getting anywhere near the, the, the top of the A. Um, but, you know, it was it was a good battle between, like, the three slowest in the A and the three fastest in the B on qualifying throughout the day. Um, I think that was the important bit. Uh, we were on um, silvers, silver, I think it was on silver darts all day, because even though it rained off and on, um, there was no puddles of berry. It drains brilliantly, um, but it was a bit, it was, it was definitely damp all day. Uh, it was great. We had a great day. Uh, it was nice to get out, uh, nice to see Barry. Um, um, an, an amazing raffle where they had three kits, three kits in the raffle. Nice. A B6.3. Yeah. Thank you very much, CML. A LD2. Thank you very much, hashtag Schumacher family. Yeah. Can you guess what the third one was? Um, No. It was a PR stadium truck. Oh, uh, yes, I did see that. So if anybody, and Kev won it, which is quite weird, because Kev's actually still probably got his old PR stadium truck. So <laughs> I think he's trying to get rid of it. So if anyone was looking for a PR stadium truck kit, big uh, to Kevin Hodgkinson, super Kev. Because um, he's got one of them. And I want a Centro car stroke tyre bag. Nice, I did see the picture. Yeah, I filled it full of cactus wheels and inserts, mate. Cactus wheels nice. and inserts, so that's fine. So it was really good. Um, the meeting was run really well by Eddie and Joe, uh, Trailfair <clears throat> and Darren. Everyone had a great time, really good. Great food, uh, no ice cream, a bit cold. But <laughs> Barry have a really good ice cream person. Um, so that would, that was great. We had a great time at the Roger Wood, and I thought it was important to to go back and talk about that. But hey, Excellent. let's forget that. Let's forget all of this because it's now carpet, now indoors, mm. and you went to the most competitive carpet meeting that there is in the UK, the biggest carpet meeting there is in the UK, Silverstone. Tell me about your day, boss. Well, it was warm, it was sunny, and we were indoors. Yeah, it was, yeah. You know, I've never been to Silverstone indoors. It's been that warm outside. Yeah, well done, global warming. Lovely, lovely outside. But yeah, back on on their um, CRC carpet, so not Mm -hmm. EOS, Mm -hmm. CRC. um, Uber grippy carpet. Uh, It's the same stuff that we used at... Bruntingthorpe, yeah, two years ago, which would have been the last time a lot of us raced on that carpet or on carpet. Yeah, for me, that was the last time I raced on carpet. Wow, um, um, it's a bit of a, a journey for you, isn't it? Did you did you go down the night before? Uh, yeah, we went down Friday after Friday evening. Um, myself, um, Ashley, and his son Harry Mears. We yep. travelled together. Um, it's about two and a half hours, three hours. Oh. It's not too bad. No. Um, and it's easy. It was, there was no traffic straight there, Premier Inn. 
good bit of food and then um wake up and race but yeah it was um quite strange to be back there was not as many heats as in previous years i think we had nine heats one mm-hmm. heat of four-wheel drive and then the, everything else was two-wheel drive yeah. um it was nice to be back again like you just said seeing people we've not seen for a long time um and yeah just it was quite strange getting used to it and even watching the top heat you could see people had raced on carpet for quite a while lots of lots of crashing which was um you know usually these top guys they just put it down and drive it around like it's nothing but there's a lot of crashing a lot I, of people I, getting used to it i saw that at berry which is one of the next place i went to run on carpet berry metro and i thought yeah. i i've seen more crashes and mistakes on that day than I, I think it's yeah. from the top heat, from any top heat for ages. Because I think, again, we just get used to it, weren't we? Yeah, it's just getting back used to the the, the fun that is carpet. Um, quite, I have to admit, quite a lot of new faces. A lot of people I hadn't seen before there, which was which was great. It's great for mm-hmm. hobby. Um, but still uber competitive. Uh, the halls, uh, Tommy and Jamie looking as fast. I mean, Tommy, super smooth. Um, definitely my driver of the day. I know he drives that other brand that we don't talk about. Well, but, well, we do. We do. If you if you want a really good tire bag, because that Centro one's amazing. You can, fit, <laughs> you can fit loads of cactus in there. Tommy yeah, wants wait, one. Wait till <laughs> you get wants wait, one. Wait till you get the J Concepts bag. So, oh, okay, I've already got one of them. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, well, Tommy. Anyway, driving the day. Yeah, uh, uber smooth. Um, Johnny Skidmore racing tenth instead of eighth in the winter. Again, considering he hasn't raced on carpet for a long time, um, no, or he hasn't. probably and not raced much tenth. City fast, and I think I think. Once he gets to grips with the car a little bit more, he'll be right on it. Um, he was flying. Ben Smith, quick, really quick. Um, oh, did you do two or four wheel drive? Just two wheel. Okay, so yeah, what was your what setup did you did you did you go Michael Olowski's carpet Titan Arena? No, because no, I can't drive Michael Olowski's setups because you have his Uber talent with. Uh, that car, I can't drive it. It's a bit too, bit too aggressive for my old eyes and hands. Okay. So I went more with um, kind of went with, uh, spoke to Paul Upton, got a little yeah. bit some setup advice from him, and then went and begged Simon Smith for some more info. And and Matt Thompson, it was Matt Thompson's debut with his Schumacher at um. Silverstone, he made the A. Drove. Oh, are we going to call really him well. Not Factory Matt? Is is, is that going to is that going to be his nickname? No, he's Matt. Not Factory Matt. You could call him that if you'd like. Just call him Matt. Matt. But Meet yeah, I spoke, I spoke to him and, and Simon. Got some set of advice. Um, and the car felt the car was again, I would say actually better. The car was better than I could drive it. 
guy was, and I'm not just saying it because it's you, Maca. The guy just did feel, you know, when you just put that car down and it just feels right, mm-hmm. and it's nice to drive. It felt like that. It was, right, okay. it was really nice. Hasn't actually answered me question. What what question? That's all. So, where did you start? Did you did you get one, and then where did you start? And I, I know you say you spoke to Simon Smith. We've spoken about that before, before yeah. we caught it. But what, what was you, was it like? Did you just get the kit one or kit carpet set up? Or no, I used I used most of the setup that Paul Lepton sent me after he raced uh, that Tuesday night. Okay, so if you are looking for a good LD two car uh, Silverson setup, go straight to the main man. I know there's other people involved in Silverstone, but I can't name them all. So I'm going to just going to assume that Paul Upton does everything. I know he doesn't. Let's just assume he does. Go straight to Paul Upton. Straight to Paul Upton, people for some CRC setups. Yeah, okay. I mean, it, well I mean, the thing is, is I tend to when I get a setup for someone, I tend to look at three or four setups. Mm-hmm. And you'll always notice a pattern. Okay. So you kind of know it's the way to go. And then you can just kind of try your own thing a little bit. You know, if you say uh, it was Michael, I mean, it's Orlowski's shock setup because everyone uses the three hole pistons and black, black springs. And, and, yeah. and that's his kind of setup everyone uses. Um, and it's just little tweaks. Um, a lot of people only ran, or some people ran five mil spacers in the rear. Um, I ran six, um, but yeah, the, 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 I, I'm a believer that I'll get the car to feel good, and then I think you got to drive it. Yeah, okay. There's other people that you sit there and you watch, and they have their car apart after every run, and they're changing everything they can. There is a point you just got to drive the thing. I yeah. think to a degree. So, I mean, it was a great layout, really flowing, nice set of jumps. I mean, they just, they've been doing, you think Silverstone have been doing that for a long time now. They, they yeah. know how to do it. Uh, one of the things I commented on from last year, the only thing I, I, I struggled with was the carpet underfoot was a little, it would move a little bit and it, it yeah. was a bit scary to marshal on. But this first round, they got it. They've managed to learn how to sort of tape it down and Velcro it in places. It was great. It didn't move. It, it, oh, well it maybe bunched up a little bit in some corners, but it, it didn't. If you ran on it, it didn't move. And being a fat ass and running on carpet, when it, it gets all slidey, you don't want to see a fat man fall on his face. Well, you might want to because it's funny, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be me. I'd rather no, someone no. else did it. Yeah. You know, it's fine, so, if, fine if I did it. That would be funny. People would laugh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it, it was it was a good meeting. I'd had two good rounds, a fifteen and a fifteen. Um, third round, I decided to crash a lot. Fourth round, I decided to have some issues with. Uh, I must have hit the car a bit too hard. It just didn't feel right. Um, so those first two rounds put me, I think, seventh in the B, and um. We had uh, obviously Russell Lee managed to make the the B, so um, I think someone texted him and accused him of cheating. Don't yeah, know that, that was that was me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he drove really well. I think it was it was one of those layouts, like you just said, or I think we spoke about earlier, that if you could keep it on its wheels for five minutes, 
and not crash, you were going to get a good time. And so yeah. those guys like myself that maybe aren't rapidly fast and not not putting in the hot laps, but can drive around for five minutes consistently, the track paid off. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, again, there was a, you know, so there was some, it was a good drive. Eugene Galley was in the, he pulled the B. Um, Paul Upton was in the B. I thought Paul was going to make the A at one point. He was absolutely flying. Um, but to be fair to him, he's been there late the night before building the track and running the meeting, you know. So, yeah, I think some of the driving standards mm, were a bit meh. But I think that's more people just getting used to racing yeah. indoors again. Totally agree. Totally agree. No, it wasn't certainly. Uh, driving standards there have never been horrendous. Um, but that you could tell people hadn't raced indoors for a bit. And I think I think Silverstone, like Barry, where I was, because of it's like a, a, a destination type thing. You know, if you go to Barry, I suppose Silverstone would be the same. You know, there were there were people from the Scousers were there. You know, there were ten people from Southport, but there were also people who have come all the way from sort of NB Leeds Way, Buxton Way, and they're all coming. You know, there must have been people from. Seven or eight different clubs, and Silverstone, as I assume, is very similar. All getting together, you don't really know the people in your heat as well. Yeah, uh, no. and, and I think that that's what you get over a time. You know, some fa- I'm not before it was nice. I was like, I think in my heat, I, I did all right on so my first heat. It's got some back markers, and I'm like, hey, you you guys need to move. And then someone turned around and went. Which is fine in the north. We do this in the north. We communicate with each other. And who the hell do you think you are? At which point, nine the other eight people on the rostrum laughed. Um, <laughs> I'm like that fella who's gonna smash you out the way if you don't move now. Um, but you know, communication is important. I think that's right. Driving standards improve over time in indoors. Yes. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, and I think you know as long as we you keep them and you speak to your colleagues and you speak to your racers and the race directors get involved and things along those I think this thing so maybe that's good that's what that sounds excellent um yeah yeah it was good sh- it was good it was a really good enjoyable event and it was nice to get back and just see people I haven't seen for a while uh, and are you booked in for do you need to silver do you need to book book, book into all of them or is uh, they, you can only book in one at a time they open it up for their members first, and then I, this coming Sunday is the booking in for normal people or non-members. Sorry, not normal. That's obviously yeah, for uh, non-members to to book it in. Okay. So, so yeah, you're it's, you're gonna you're if all all else is the same, you're gonna be booking into round two. I will be booking into round two. Yeah, so it's an enjoyable event. So, brilliant, booth. So, um. If anyone else is is looking to go, please wait till. Do you say Sunday? Sunday, oh. I think eight o'clock, eight or seven. I can't remember. Don't don't go too early because they don't like that. No one likes that. But <laughs> maybe it looks like a great place to go. Um, the, I, I know I, I've seen the venue when I've picked some carpet up from there. It, it's an amazing venue. Yeah, it's um, good. Um, and just to get out and go and see all those bits, really nice, really nice. Um, so uh, I didn't get in the B, mate. I'm not as good as you. I 
I got into the the top of the D. Nice, yeah, but it, but I think it sounds like a very similar thing to yourself. A lot of getting used to it, um, meeting, seeing people you've not seen again. These are like completely different, even though it's Barry indoors. There's another group of people who haven't seen for two years because Barry hadn't run there indoors for a long time. Yeah. Um, but everyone enjoyed themselves. Uh, you know, they started sensibly. They lim- when they say limited numbers, there were ten heats of ten, um, and and Barry's normally a bit bigger than that as well. So I'm sure they'll be picked up. Uh, I enjoyed the track. Um, I, I, I didn't enjoy. I don't know if anyone saw my Facebook story of me taking a picture of a an apex with I just keep rolling. Because it was like there was there was like a change of carpet right on that point, and so I just kept rolling it. I'm not being funny. Everyone else figured this out after about two rounds. I didn't. I asked people looking for some sort of magical panacea effect, and Evo, Luke Holdsworth, Josh Holdsworth, um, some of the TLR boys all just said the same thing. You know. Just go slower. Just go slower or rounder or you know, wider round the corner. Um, but but it, it was good. It, it was a great day. I, I, it was exciting. What you said, it was the warmest weather I've ever been indoors. Yeah. Um, so I think that helped. We enjoyed ourselves. The, the carpet had so much, so much grip. Um. I ran... where, where was this venue? Because you haven't actually told anyone. Oh, it's a, it's a place called Chatterton. Ah, right, okay. Um, somewhere by Manchester, Oldham Way. Ah, oh, it's Manchester. Okay. I don't really don't really yeah. care. Um, it's a it's a it's a big school. It's a big. It's actually got a, a floor similar to Worksop. It's got like a rubberized cork floor, like right. some sort of indoor running track place. Ah, okay. So what they can do is, I think they must have. The longest indoor venue, as in track, because they get like a full roll, and then a bit more run. Right. It must be the most outdoors, like Southport shaped size indoor thing that that there is. It's got a really really long straight. Uh, it's right. like four rows of uh, rolls of carpet deep, um, so it's like normal size, but it, it's really long, got a really long straight. Um, I actually went with Michael Orlowski's Titan carpet setup, which is what yeah. I've run at Roundworks. It just it, there was just so much more grip at Berry. Um, I had to put shims on my front and rear in a link just to try and calm it down. Um, and when I did that, it made it much easier. So I, you know, black EOS. Has more grip than our old grey EOS at Ratworks. But remember, we use our Ratworks carpet like every week in the winter. And it's, we're recording this on Tuesday. So I've yeah. just seen some pictures now where they've now, we've now replaced our old grey carpet with some yeah. brand new black EOS as well. So we'll be really looking forward to running on that on Sunday. Um, one other point we should mention is the very sensible rule of um, one set of rears all day. 
it's like the last two years haven't happened because you didn't like this rule back then, did you? Ah. I don't dislike the rule. Mm-hmm. I think one set, not a problem. I just dislike how people can cheat with that rule. <gasps> how would you think they can cheat? Because they can go like hell in the first two rounds, make the A, and then have really good tires for the final. Okay. Um, they could do. They could do. They could do. I, and, and lucky enough where you went and race, no one would do that. And I, and, and that's great because everyone's it, within the spirit of racing. They wouldn't do it. Exactly. It, maybe it might not be perfect. If you want, yeah. I can give you some little gossip as long as nobody tells anybody else. Okay. <laughs> as long as this is between you, you know, the listener and Martin. Yeah. Yeah, I think some people change their fronts. But did it say in the rules you couldn't change your fronts? Nope, nope. Only one set. The only control tile is one set of rears. Yeah. Now, I didn't think you'd want to change your fronts because of you know tire balance, whatever. But yeah. I was hearing that actually, if they put on, I don't know if they, honest, I don't know if they put a brand new set of fronts on or. I, Slightly used but less used than the other set of fronts, yeah, because they, yeah. they, they, they felt like they lost a bit of steering, yeah. So, I, I don't know whether they're going to look at that. Um, okay, you know, do we need to stick at both tires? Because if we, I, I think that would be a better idea to stick at both. I mean, I mean, I, I, I get it, and, and for cost saving, it's a great idea. There are people out there that say, well, it stops people from bolting on grip. Well, you're racing on carpet, boys. You're not bolting on grip. People like to use new tires round after round, maybe because they want the car to feel the same the whole day. Yeah. So those that make the comments of, oh, well, you're bolting on grip, well, that's a load of bollocks, personally. I I think you're just. Barry allow you to run yellows or blues. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was a guy, Colin, heavily involved in Barry. Came to the ramp works the other week when we had a bit of practice, ran some blues. He ran yep. his blues, got in the B. That was fine. Nice. I think he was hoping, you know, yep. Colin Kershaw more importantly is a copite, so I'm just never going to be nice to him anyway. I think <laughs> he was I think he was hoping that everyone else's tires would fall off a cliff for the final. Yeah. But I don't think they did. Um but but, but if if someone did say do two round okay well like my day at silverstone so um the first two rounds really good the third round i binned it so many times i think i i think i pulled it off so i need to like half the qualifier and then had a technical issue in the fourth round i'm still going to go into that final better tires than the guy who did all four rounds aren't i mm-hmm. yeah again if that becomes an issue I think when Northern, but, but, that, but that's not, but that's an issue through not through someone cheating. That's an issue through having issues. Yeah, yeah. So totally. what? So you know, I, I, it's definitely I get it, and I only I only asked the question because I was just I could never figure out how you would when this has been brought before how you would stop people being naughty obviously it's a good group of people so they're not gonna cheat and i know a lot of them and they won't or not cheat but they're not gonna they're not gonna bend the rules 
Um, no. They don't we... race on roads, so they're definitely not going to bend the rules, no. as someone pointed out. Um, we, we but I still before... personally, I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. It for yeah. the racer in me, and I'll probably end up with like hate mail from this. That's it. But I don't get it. I don't get. I, I is it done happens... to save money, or is it done to slow down the faster guys? No, I, I think the, the issue. I, I've said this before. I think it only actually affects about fifteen people in that day, because yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all what Josh, Luke, or Paul Crompton do. They're still going to be fast. Yeah. Never mind the fast. They're going to be the fastest. Even though I think, I think wasn't it? I think it was Luke, Paul, and Evo. Yeah, yeah, was actually yeah, was the or might have been Luke Evo Paul. Yeah, yeah. so th- those guys are going to be fast throughout the day. Yeah, yeah uh, we exactly. Can't, we can't, we can't, we can't compare times because they did change the track midway through the meeting just for some right, feedback yeah. things. So we, yeah, we no, I mean, I, I, like I said, I think it's great. I'm not, I'm not against it. I just like to ask the question because if you it don't stops. ask the question and just make a an off. A mark comment, then people are like, ah, you haven't asked any questions, you've just dived in. And that's why mm. I asked the question. I think and maybe ask stops... it before some idiot does dive in. Go on. Yeah, yeah. I think what it I think what it stops is it stops it, it's not really about saving the money for the another set of tires. Yeah. I think it stops the people who would because it's the most important thing. Even though the Berry Winter Series is not important, if that's the series you're going to do, it's the yeah. most important. It just stops people putting a new set on every run. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what it does, um, and I think that that's what I that also feeds into my other word I've written down for this section. I, I, you know, I've enjoyed. I, I enjoyed me soon. Okay, I enjoyed me soon. I enjoyed my Southport series. I really enjoyed this meeting because it was part of a series. And I don't yep. know why I enjoy indoor series more than I enjoy <laughs> outdoor series. Right. I think it's weird, but I was actually enjoying it. And I, 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 not pressure, obviously, but, you know, felt more about the series because I knew that this point, this mattered. Okay. Yeah. That I wanted to get an extra point. I wanted to not finish third in my final. I wanted to finish second in my final because that was an extra point or less point for me. So I, I'm going to say I don't really care about outdoor series, but for some reason, I really care about indoor series. Um, so that's just the way my head works. So I thought that was really good. But for, for people, not in the UK, because we have to build normally build tracks, put them taken down like Silverstone does, like Berry does. You know, there's only going to be one winter series every four or five weeks at Berry. There's only an you know a round of Silverstone once a month, isn't there, or something along those lines. Um, so I think that really helps the the enjoyment and the 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 involvement before we say goodbye, I would like to point out that I bumped, one of the guys I did bump into at Barry is a guy called Matt. I'm going to call him Matt. Um, and we've actually been speaking over like lockdown because he got himself a, a lay down. And, and I think a lay down too as well when they came out. And he built it and he'd ask us a couple of questions and I'd go, oh yeah, I did that long. 
uh, and he was leading his final for four minutes. And it was one of the, I think it was just a one below mine, actually. And people were like, why are you watching? I said, oh, my mate Matt's driving around here. How is he doing? Oh, well, I'm not being funny. He's first. And then at four and a half minutes, the world just ended for him. He crashed about four times and three cars got past him. And, and literally, he, he was stood at one end of the rostrum by where we were queuing up. And he just looked at me and I'm going, to be honest, you'll probably learn more from that than you would if you just ran away from first. He's like, it's a very tough lesson. And he walked off. So it was great to speak to somebody like that. Somebody who listens to the podcast. Uh, and especially then the world, it, the, the race literally half a lap ahead with 30 seconds to go and then just stuffed it many times under no pressure. So that was really good. But uh, again, great meeting run by Eddie. Uh, Pete Hastings, I know, was really involved. And Joe Trelfer, who ran race control for Berry, amazing. Really looking forward to go again, even though I might not go anywhere again because... Southport, new carpets down, and we can just go live in Rampworks for the next six weeks. So um, is your is your series one tire for the day as well? Yeah, of course, yeah. And we yeah. won't even let you do blue. So, so we might actually have a weird system where you might we might use more tires on club days than we yeah. actually run on series. And also remember, I should have mentioned this to Joey when he turned up when we weren't recording course on point days i will be running stock so uh, all right you have have a stock class as well we have a stock class indoors at southport stock class control tires what more do you want how else can we pull it to the head i think personally but you know what what can i say so so stock so you could turn up in stock class with a cheater motor yeah. Do two rounds, TQ it, save your tires, and win your final. And to be honest, I would normally moan at that, but in stock, I think that's getting the I think that's like doing the stock way. Joey Fisher would be proud, wouldn't he? I mean he hit my thought process there. Fisher would be just thinking, like, why have I not thought of this? Yeah. And and Mark Croxford would love it if he could drive five hundred miles to get there and yeah. then only do one round because it rained. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Got yeah. covered in orange. Was it orange dirt? That was just something. It was something terrible. Anyway, terrible. or or you could go and race somewhere that had rope for track markings. I mean, what can I say? Stop it! Stop it! Okay. Anyway, that's just done. Um, other that's... than um, Team Associated bringing out some slightly longer steering things, is there anything else that's been gone in the news today? Not that I can see, not unless you know of something. I don't think so. Mainly longer steering arms. The control tyres being picked for Masters of Dirt. Really looking forward to that. Apparently, I'm not the greatest car shell painter in the world. Oh, yeah. What was that? That was good, Wally. You like that? No, no, no. I, I, I was trying to do a one can, right? A white one. Right. right? My shells are being done by fixed paint. They're literally being done now. Oh, have you got the new Montec carpet shell for indoors? Oh, it's very good. I used it the weekend. It's nice. Hashtag penguin custom shells for life. Okay. Hashtag penguin custom shells for life. I just thought thought I'd try it. It was nice. Did it work really well? Yeah, it felt... I mean, I 
again, probably all a placebo and all in your head. But yeah, I mean, it it, it didn't feel weird. It, it kind of did what I thought it would do. It's, well, um, I was just trying to do a white shell. I knew I bought some blue paint. I had a, my old kit shell from before, and then I just confused and just sprayed. And you know, I wasn't even looking. And so I sprayed half of it blue. And then I thought maybe I can do some sort of blue-white fade. That didn't work. Um, but it'll do as a practice shell. Or a few new guys have bought LD2s to run carpet indoors at Southport. So everyone wants a shell just to throw on until theirs get paint- painted. Don't think everyone wants one of them. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll see it go round. So if you see any pictures of that amazing painted shell that I've done with two cans... Um, you know, laugh. Well, laugh, but it'll be point a mate and of laugh, Point and laugh yeah. at it. Well, yeah, it'll be a mate of mine who's just borrowing it until theirs are getting done. But mate, it's been amazing. Um, I really enjoyed speaking to Javier this evening. I yeah. really enjoyed speaking to Ricardo, Moz, and Richie the last week. Um, I really enjoyed liking and sharing this podcast i really enjoyed liking and sharing other people's podcasts um i've been catching up on my oh canada rc podcast from my mate jeff um because i i, I just i just like jess uh, though jeff i'm gonna say this now i only listen to the one with like rc racing on I'm not into drag cars or scalers or anything along those lines but i do do that martin before we go, would you like to thank your sponsors? Yep, so I'd like to thank everybody at Schumacher, Buzz and Trish, and even got to have a long conversation with Robin on Saturday, which was oh, nice. always enjoyable. Bless him. It's great that you know he comes and supports the hobby. Um, also, John at RC Octane, all the help he gives me. Um, Brian Preddy, Screws for RC. Awesome mm-hmm. stainless steel screws we use. Or oh, sorry, mm-hmm. I myself and Joey use and don't know what you do. Strip yeah. things probably. Yeah. Um mainly strip screws, that's what I do. And Richie RDT. Well I certainly use RDT for my stickers. Yep, they're the best. They're the best. Um well, I was gonna say mensch thinking of Brian Petty. Um, I've never seen, even though this is not reserved Brian Petty, I've never seen so many TLR drivers in one place than Berry indoors. <laughs> there were loads of them. Um, and also, even more surprising, I've never seen so many Kyosho drivers. Wow. Would you, like, you would you like to guess how many Kyosho one tenth drivers there were in Berry? Six. I was going to say don't be stupid, but there was five. As far as I'm concerned, there was five. But that is the Mm -hmm. most one-tenth KO shows I've seen in a long time. And I just thought I'd mention that because it's important to mention that for Carlos. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, hashtag Schumacher family, hashtag very soon. Cheers, Martin. See you next week. Bye now. Cheers. Bye-bye.